Welcome to the Solistic Vibes podcast, where we come together to have conscious conversations about life, growth, and expansion. Your host, Jen Gagnon, is a wellness mentor and loves having deep, meaningful conversations with like-minded souls. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Solistic Vibes podcast. I have Wendy with me here today. I'm super excited to have her. She's a great friend, um, an amazing soul, and I just can't wait to have this conversation with her. We've had quite a few conversations in the past, uh, and it's always unfolding divinely every single time, I feel like. Um, so welcome, Wendy. Thank you for joining me, and I will let you introduce yourself Yeah, what you do. Okay, thanks, Jen. I am Wendy Hutchinson. I'm the owner of Alenia Life Coaching. I'm an Ascension Guide, healer, published author of the book, Finding the Path of Me. I have my own podcast also on Spotify, Apple, um, all the platforms called The Path of Me. And I'm just really excited to be here. It's an honor to be here, Jen. So thank you for having me join you today. Thank you for joining me. Um, we, Wendy and I have known each other for quite a few years now. Um, our spiritual journey has crossed. Uh, we feel often that we are kind of walking in parallel, um, and, you know, <laughs> holding hands, which has been yeah. pretty cool um, yeah. as time has gone by. So what got you into this path? of coaching and helping others. Um, how did your journey begin? Well, I know for sure that from very early on, I knew that I was supposed to be in service, but I didn't know what that meant. But I knew that I was always helping people emotionally or I don't know, people that, that, that I had some sort of gift, like people would feel better after talking to me, friends, family you know, that kind of thing. Um, but in the beginning, it was really service at my own expense because I was running a lot of old programs. You know, those programs that you got to hustle, you got to prove your worth, you got to be it all, do it all, and it's got to look perfect. And it's got to, you know, I, I had just been conditioned and programmed to be in service at my own expense ad nauseum. <laughs> just kind of basically started to break down. Like you start, you know, you can only uh, stuff your emotions down for so long. You can only deny your truth for so long. You can only fit your magnificent soul self in a box this big for so long before there's an absolute rebellion. And <laughs> that's what happened. It was just like, it shook me. Like my soul shook me. I was like, and this bullshit's over. We are going to actually start to honor our truth, find our voice, step into our role and our calling. And so that was kind of the beginning. And it was this really gradual process of kind of pulling all the pieces of myself back that I had been giving away to everyone else. You know, there was just so much suffering, Jen. There was just so much private, emotional suffering. I had nobody... I didn't do vulnerability. So that's one thing. <laughs> you don't do vulnerability. Strong, you don't ask. Right? <laughs> yeah. You just make it look easy. You have a smile on your face. You're just a machine. You're cranking it out at work. You're 
doing it all at home, but inside you're like so miserable and so um, unhappy. And so um, I was had such a really brutal inner critic, just constantly just gnawing at my psyche, just telling me that I wasn't good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not enough ever. Cause I was raised in this culture that only rewarded achievement. I was raised in a culture of success. What society, you know, thought success was, yes. um, determined how much you were loved. Mm-hmm. Like you hit those markers, man, you get so much praise. You get so much love. You get so adored. And when you get a B plus, that is not okay. <laughs> you know, when you're not knocking it out of the park financially, um, with your children, you know, molding the perfect children and all of that, which my children were re- rebellious. They were not going in any box, which is exactly right. Exactly what I needed to like shake the tree and and be like, hey, they're here to be themselves. And they were modeling for me in their rebellion, even though I want to choke them, that I needed to be myself. I needed to step into my soul sovereignty and the more I, I brought those fractals and pieces of me together, and it really was like, I know for you too, it was just time, right? All of a sudden you start noticing things like, huh, I'm noticing a lot of synchronicities. Oh, I'm noticing a lot of number sequences. Like, what is this? You know, I'm pretty soon I'm like on Google, like Google's my best friend. I'm like, what does it mean if you see a dot, 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 a hawk in your yard or, you know, whatever, um, yeah. or a field full of dragonflies. Wow. You know, there's like really attention grabbing things that kind of were like these breadcrumbs that I left for myself. And then, um, and then it was just like, I just had a full breakdown because I think the ego has to be fully destroyed and, and, and the ego death happens in stages too, but this one was a, a pretty radical breakdown where I like cried for four months because I, I just couldn't go on doing what I was doing. I think the hard part is too, like we don't really know how to be anything else. Right. Because we were so conditioned and I think it's ingrained in us at such a deep level that anything else is so scary because we've never done life that way. Right. We've always learned to go and hustle and, you know, and try yeah. to be perfect. Like you said, at everything work motherhood as a wife as you know and so anything different just doesn't it makes us really uncomfortable it's really uncomfortable oh extremely uncomfortable (laughs) extreme so anyway that went on for a bit and then I just started to notice that the dots were connecting it's like you're getting plugged in and you're like wow oh oh what I'm I might be the problem (laughs) what (laughs) That's a tough one. That's a really yeah. tough one to get to that point where you're like, oh, I actually have something to do with what's happening in my life. Right, like, because in the old programming, you're like, if I could just fix everyone else, if they would just get on my program, we would be fine. I don't know right? what the problem is here with all of them. Yeah. If they could figure it out, then right. I'm good. Well, mm-hmm. I'm the problem. I was the problem. I was controlling. I was in fear programming. I was feeling a lot of lack and unworthiness in my life. It was all me trying to control them. 
to make mm-hmm. myself feel better emotionally. But when I started to let that go, when I started to, you know, travel my path back to myself, I found someone had offered, I, I, I had a reading, a soul reading in like 2016. And, um, she was like, I just see you, you're, you know, you're an incredible healer. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like that's was so uncomfortable to me. That's something that really special people do. Not, I mean, not me. Right. She's like, no, like you walk down the street and you, you are healing people. Like just by walking down the street, I see energies, just balls of energy, like going into people at the store. And I'm like, didn't believe her. You know, like, okay. But she said, no, really, you should really consider like exploring energy healing. And you should really consider also like mentoring or coaching or, you know, something because I can see the two bridge and meet together. And so my husband and I were moving, he was getting relocated. So I moved to Texas and I had, I had left my job. And I thought, wow, this would be a great opportunity to do that because it really resonated. I think when we are given information that really resonates with our soul purpose and our soul, there's something inside us that like expands and lights up and is like, yes, yes, yes. That's exactly, even if you don't believe it, even if you don't believe those, it's like this hard yes. Yes. I can totally relate to that because I remember when I had a nudge to do something, I was like, but I'm... I'm not special. Like you said, to me, it was like you, you were special, right? You were gifted. You were, and then somebody was like, no, no, if you're feeling that you have to do this. I'm like, but I, I don't understand it. I don't, but it was just, it was something like you said that resonated so deeply within me. So everything kind of expands and falls into place. Right. Yeah. And I think it's important for us to follow those breadcrumbs. Because if you're too analytical or if you're too scientific and you want proof and evidence of everything, you're going to slow your process down so radically because what we are doing, what we are working in, which is the quantum, the light, light, energy, frequency, um, multidimensionality, all of this is intangible in terms of science. Although science is catching up now. It is. Back then, it was not. There were there were large gaps, and everybody in my family assumed I was having a mental breakdown. Like I was crazy, because who do I think I am? Like, oh, now I'm a healer. You know, <laughs> like it was like coming out of the closet. I felt like a gay person coming out of the closet, and your whole family's like, "You can't be gay. What? You can't be a healer." You know, nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody asked me even to this day about my work. They're so uncomfortable right. about what I do. Because They're again, like, it's something that doesn't resonate with them. And, you know, some some of the family members, I think in my situation, some some of them are catching up. And then there are others that are just like, I don't understand it. I don't know it. No, I don't see, you know. They're like, how are the kids? Let's just talk about the kids. <laughs> Keep it safe. <laughs> You know, so yeah, and that's where we have to learn to just kind of be like, you know, that's where they're at, and in the day that they are interested, then we can kind of have that conversation. At first, that was hard for me because I was like, oh my gosh, I just discovered like this 
amazing information. I'm growing. I'm like, and I, I need everybody to kind of, you know, get on board. And then I had to kind of realize that, that not everybody's meant to be. But they're not um, ready. They're not ready. And I think sometimes there are those of us who are really here to be in purpose and service right now. And we were very accelerated in our awakening. It was like, let's light the fuse and get this party started. You know, because we have serious is how I would describe it. <laughs> yes, yes. And even that's an understatement, right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it took a while. And then when I started to to do the energy work, which I had no frame of reference around, I didn't know what it looked like or what it was supposed to look like. A lot of things were happening that weren't really talked about in the trainings. Um, really crazy stuff. And um, I was seeing things. I'm a seer. So I, I, I can very clearly see things happening and feel things too. But for me, I'm, I, I'm a seer. So you interpret, we're, we're all reading energy. Every human is reading energy. If, if you're in a room and someone comes in and they're really hostile, you're reading their energy and you know they're angry. Like everybody reads energy. They just don't have a language for it. Right. But I, I I would read energy and also see. So I was seeing a lot of crazy things happen in my sessions, which led me to be more open to the conversation of multidimensionality because it was happening in every session where people were having higher self integrations. Or I saw one person just like, you know, kind of, this is pretty radical and pretty out there, but she literally just kind of like shed her human like a banana and just stepped out as her true self. And you see that over and over and over in your sessions, you start to build a bank of credibility with what you're doing and what you're seeing. It's not a one-off. Then you start to understand, wow, there's so much more to this world than I even um, had an awareness of. And sometimes and, it's iffy because our human mind doesn't always compute, you know, fast. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're. The thing is, energy doesn't lie. Right. So when you're reading the energy and feeling the energy, and you are very present to the energy, the energy is not lying. What's presenting to you is real. Mm-hmm. If somebody had told me, oh, in this work, this is going to happen, I'll be like, and you're crazy. <laughs> right there with you. Right? But then you have the evidence presenting over and over and over in your sessions. And then also, as you're expanding your consciousness, you start to become aware of how little we actually know um, sure. about everything mm-hmm. and what we know half the time we think or what we think we know right a lot of it is it's just it's programming which is manipulated by our culture our religion the media i mean everything is literally scripted and manipulated to prey on fear to stimulate and stoke the fires of fear because humanity can be controlled when they're in a space of fear it's definitely tailored to fit us all into a box Right. Yeah. Because when we're all in line and we kind of hold the line, 
with the narrative were easier to like manipulate and you know move to the next box that we should fit into. I think what's beautiful about our journey, Jen, because we have literally had parallel, very parallel tracks, <laughs> right? Yes. Is we had the courage to stay in our lane. And yes. we had the courage to love ourselves through the darkest, darkest times and the self-doubt. And I can remember one time going through something really extreme in my, my life during this period. And I was in the bath and I was just like in so much emotional pain. And I was like, who can I go to? Like there was no human that I could call or go to. I wasn't religious. So I really wasn't turning to God in the way a religious person would. Although I understand God as the source of all that is, but not, it wasn't like I would turn and ask for a help from that being right as interpreted in religion and I was like going through this list and I'm like wait a minute I have me I have me at source that's what I have I have me and I can I can do something about this I can comfort myself I can invite support higher support I can love myself through this I've gotten this far I'm going to make it I'm going to make it so whatever you're going through thing, right, is to know that and trust that because it's one thing to say we know it until you get to the deep, dark place where you're like, you have to prove, right? You have to prove to yourself that you actually do trust and that you know that you've got yourself. Walking in faith is the is the hardest thing. Having faith in something that's unseen. Your, the future and the way it plays out is unknown. The timing is a crapshoot. And yet you still get up and you, you still hold the line and you still show up as aligned as, as you will be, as, as you can be always, which for me is pure alignment. I, I do not step out of my alignment. If it's a no, it's a no. And before I would be really concerned, I'm going to hurt someone's feelings. I'm going to upset my parents if I don't go to the family reunion. I'm going to, whatever it is, lose that friendship. And you know what? I did lose a lot of friendships because they were not aligned. They were bleeding me dry. And they were totally offended when I mentioned something or I actually expected something in return. It was like the siphoning was real. And I just started cutting people cutting you know it was happening organically too it wasn't intentional but it was just organically like everyone was disappearing and I'd come home and say well that friend's gone he's like again my husband was like oh my god he was just hoping I'd have one friend at the end you know like he's so happy a handful of friends like you like he's so happy for me because it was just like they were just dropping off like flies which I didn't realize is energetic. I think we're so programmed to just hold on. We hold on to the past. We hold on to those 20 year friendships. We hold on. And we're not here to remain stagnant. We're here to evolve, expand our consciousness, grow, elevate, rise. And not everybody wants to do the work to 
pace you and stay with you. A lot of people take a lot of comfort in their their wounds and their their lower frequency, and they have every right to stay there. But that yes. doesn't mean you need to be tethered to it and anchored to it and hold yourself back if you are interested in becoming a higher vibrational being and a, a more expansive version of you. You can't that do is it. hard. Like you said, those friendships that you've had forever where you do feel, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I used to be yes. um, reformed, but it's one of those things where it's like, well, whose feelings am I going to hurt? And well, because we've been friends for so long, then maybe I can just kind of, you know, keep going. And it's like, you can't. If you're going to do your work and like you said, stay in alignment and be true to you, you can't, you can't be in relationships that don't feel aligned. You can't be in relationships that feel like it's a one-ended relationship because it's not in congruence with where we're going in the state of being we're choosing to be in. Yeah, I think too, also, I was so used to organically carrying people because that's just, we're just organically in service, right? Right. And so I realized the friendship would fracture and I would just watch them like energetically go down. And I was like, wow. And then I would feel free. Like it was like, I, it was like I was cutting the ballast, you know? And like every time I'd just be like, wow, I had no idea I was carrying so much weight or that, you know, that I was carrying them energetically. Right. Everything in hindsight, right? Yeah. And then I also, you know, found that for every person that was literally siphoning my energy, they would be so offended when I took it back, like offended. And I'm like, wow, okay, well, you just are going to have to have those feelings and hate me for the rest of your life, whatever. You have to choose me and support me and love me because I'm all I've got. If I'm not on my own team, nobody is, you know? Yeah. Got to put your mask on first, your oxygen on first. I think the people who get the most offended are the ones that were so comfortable with us allowing those things, right? And so when you kind of start saying no and you start setting up your boundaries, it's like, wow, people are getting really uncomfortable because they're not used to that. And, yeah. and in turn, I, at the beginning anyways, for me, it was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I don't need that boundary so stiff, you know? And then it was like, no those are the boundaries that I need in order for yeah. me to continue to do my work and for yeah. me to, again, remain in alignment and keep moving forward. Right. I mean, the people who are offended by boundaries, as you know, are the people who need them. Right. <laughs> they cross the line constantly. So I really yeah. have firm boundaries. And when I'm in alignment and I say no, my energy is telling you this doesn't work for me. I don't owe you an explanation. Right. That does not work for me. And therefore, I will not participate in that. Right. And I think, too, I always say, like, I get to clean up my side of the street. Whoever that triggers, that's their side of the street to take care of and deal with. And if yeah. they don't, then that's up to them. And that's right? okay. But, yeah. But I, I have to be in my integrity. And yes. also, you know, when you are healing and in your integrity, you trigger people. You trigger the people who know that they are they are doing something that's not serving them 
because you're modeling healthy behavior, you're modeling boundaries, you're moder- modeling self-love, you're modeling um, authenticity, and you're showing up and you're doing the work. We do the work. Yes. We don't like and it's not easy. I mean, it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. And I know sometimes people think, well, oh, I'm going to heal this and then I'm done. Or I'm going to go see this healer or that healer. And it's like, the work is never done, number one. Where I feel we're always digging deeper and getting to the core of everything. I mean, there's so much to deal with. It's not just this lifetime. It's not just last week or last month. Or There's mm-hmm. such a stretch of things that we get to deal with. And like you said earlier, keeping the faith. And I think sometimes it's easier for people to have faith in something outside of themselves than it is to actually believe that what's within them is the ultimate source yes, and guidance, right? And so to keep the faith in ourselves, to keep doing the work and to keep showing up, I think is huge. And then it's just like, okay, every day I wake up, I'm doing the work. It's not like I'm going to do it and then I'm going to be done and just kind of take a vacation from it, right? And everything's in it. This is, I mean, for us, because of where we want to be as souls, right? We want to be whole, complete we want to ascend and go all the way. We're not here to play this game and come back 10 more times. Like for me, I, I'm going all the way. <laughs> I, I'm, this is my last lifetime. This is my last human lifetime. I know this. I've been here hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes. And this is my last one. Knowing that I'm going to live my life with pure integrity And I'm going to spend every moment doing something that is going to either be in service that's in alignment to others, but also myself and whatever that is. And what I've learned is I'm not here to belong. I'm not here to get approval from the pub, general public, I'm here to be in my integrity. And I'm here to do the work I've come here to do. We all come in with a purpose and a mission. And they can be grand or they can be very simple. But those are for you alone to figure out. And it's not about achievement and success. That's right. not the mission. That's no. the program. And that belonging you know, thing was a hard thing for me to let go of. Like it was hardcore work to let go of that because even up until a few years ago that belonging it wasn't the same belonging but it was like I I wasn't looking to belong to a click or two but even on my spiritual journey there was this need to belong because there was a little bit of validation that was required so to speak Um, and so to step away from that has been huge for me I had so much growth with every loss yes because what that did is I, d- I dug deeper. Wow. I really, at, even at this level, was seeking belonging. Even at this level, I wanted to be a part of something and feel like I was some, a part of something bigger than me without realizing that I'm a giant in my own right. Yes. That I'm, a, I'm here to be a leader. And when you're a leader, you're not a follower. When you're a leader, you don't care about public opinion because you need to do what it takes to be out front. You can't have a leader that's trying to please everybody or belong or make everybody happy. You have to be soul sovereign. 
And that's the work for me. The work that I'm doing with my clients is to get them to see their potential as a soul sovereign being. And so there's a lot of energetic work and I don't like the word coaching because it's really me just reflecting back and they're doing the work. You know, I'm just reflecting to them, their beauty, their greatness, their power, and their soul and their team is coming forward and elevating and clearing what needs to be cleared. It's not me, but I am the master in holding that space or taking them into that dimensional higher space. All the time. Like coaching does not resonate with me. And it's like you said, I'm not going to do the work for anybody like you. It's about holding the space and being present with our own energy to be able to point out their blind spots. Because when you're in the thick of it, it's really hard to see and to notice and to recognize. But when you're in a space with somebody who can see those things, right, that you can't, then it gives the, the, the other person the opportunity to do the work, to shift that. And they're showing up because they want, they're stuck. And they want to get unstuck. And like you said, when you're in it, you don't see it. But but our our gift is we can see it and we can say it in a way that's kind. Yeah. I don't go to my clients, wow, really? Hmm. You know, there's no judgment. It's like, you might want to take a look at this. Because I I kind of see this pattern, you know, in your life. I see this going back to your childhood and how you were treated or that you weren't in a safe emotional space for your own um, expression of yourself to be coming out in a safe way. So you might want to look at, at this pattern and then those patterns that um, I'm sure you see it too in your practice, those patterns come from us not being nurtured and, um, welcomed as our authentic self into the family it's like you have these roles and you play these roles and that's how it is oh you're the comedian oh you're the black sheep there's everybody's got a label and everybody plays their role and you find even when you do the work you go back to the family stuff and everybody slides right back into the roles well I don't play my role anymore and everyone's like what do we do with this let's just talk about the weather (laughs) uncomfortable I'm like I'm not playing this game because it's, un- it's unhealthy. Right. <laughs> and people don't like that. No, I'm not they're still playing their roles, right? And so they expect yeah. us to play ours. It's like, we don't have a role, right? Our role is to be ourselves. Yes, yes. To be true to okay who we are. If you don't like me, yes. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know? I am too. And it took a long time because it again, I had time. such a need to feel worthy and valued and appreciated. And it was like, if I ever made anybody feel any type of way, it was like, you know, and now it's like, well, again, if I trigger you, you're welcome. <laughs> I say the same thing silently, but I'm right. curious, what was the tipping point for you? when you realized that, oh my gosh, I actually am worthy. Like that was a big deal. That was huge. And I think it, it probably like a few years into my spiritual journey, it was, it was just the knowing all of a sudden I had this knowing of, because the more my consciousness was raised, the more aware I was of who I was, of my energy, of the situations I was in, um, of my surroundings. It was like, I don't need anybody but me to know that I'm worthy. 
Yes. And it's like nothing is required for me to feel loved because I no longer sought love from the outside. It was like, if I love myself the way that I deserve to be loved, Mm -hmm. I don't really need, I mean, it's great to have people love you. Yeah. There's not a need because the need makes us like, we're just grasping it, right? We're hustling for it. We're like, oh, I'm going to take that extra meal over. I'm going to, you start doing too much because you're chasing that worthiness. You're chasing that worthiness. And then when I realized, wait a minute, I was born worthy as every single person on the planet was. There's nothing to prove. There's nothing to hustle. When you're worthy and you stand and hold that, no one can touch you. Nobody. Nothing can touch you. an amazing feeling when you're actually able to stand in that truth and be like, I don't really need anybody to like me. You know, I mean, in all honesty, and then to be honest, I don't have a very large circle and I'm okay with that. I, I don't have a need to have a big circle. I don't need to go to all these social events. I, it's just, you know, I'm content with who I am. I'm content with those who are in my life. You know, I'd rather have less friendships, but real friendships. Yeah, 100%. You know? real authentic connection I don't want to go and have small talk or I'm terrible I can't do it anymore I don't know like who are you what are you about what's your passion what's your thing you know you know who are you really I don't really want to sit around at a bs networking thing and where people are only hustling themselves and don't really care about you as a person I I only want authentic connection with my clients, with my friend circle, with my family members. I cannot do the surface um, stuff anymore. It's, it's painful for me. It is. I cannot and my it. daughters are funny because they're like, you're so not social. I'm like, it's not about me not being social. I just don't have a really high threshold for the small talk. You know, if I'm right. going to have a if real I, conversation with somebody great. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm wishing for and wanting to create a community of people who are in the same space, you know, energetically, where they're like constantly working on themselves and there's synergy and connection. And because we're each soul sovereign in our own right, not because we need a group. Do you know what I mean? That's different. It's, it's, It's beautiful to be able to exchange and share, but I feel a lot of times Sharing on this deep of a level can't happen with just anybody. There needs to be some sort of, of understanding, of openness, of you know readiness to receive. I feel like and to share. Um, so definitely not everybody who's up for the for the conversation. <laughs> I mean, also we're very honest because we've yeah. done our work and we see things, we see patterns, we we see we're reading the energy all the time. And so I need people who are going to show up authentically because I can read you. (laughs) I can, you can say something, but I can read your energy that says something else. So I I need authenticity, you know, I need people to really be present with me and real. So my poor husband, you know, he had to do so much growth because (laughs) they have to entrain, you know, I don't know if he it's at some level he knew what he signed up for, but on a human level, he's like, what in the world? 
Yep, I had pretty much the same thing happening. <laughs> yeah, like, can we just talk about the weather? Because I'm like, so what do you think about? And he's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> really deep, you know? Yes. Yeah. I do a lot of writing in my journal. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> a lot of my journal books. <laughs> but it's such a beautiful yeah. blog, right? It's been a journey. It's been a journey for our partners, but then. I've noticed that people in train around us are family members and, and it can be tough Yes, because we are, we're like blazing a trail. So our nuclear families really have to work to, to keep, to pace us and then train with us. And as we're going and expanding in consciousness, energetically, they have to shed and release stuff in their lives and their programming and their whatever and I think it's hard too when they don't understand the yeah the whole thing, right? Yeah. They're feeling things happening, but not necessarily understanding that they're shedding, right, or that they're right. letting go of things that no longer serve them. Because again, it's uncomfortable. But right. I feel like it makes it a little more appeasing to know, right? We know we're shedding what no longer serves Definitely. us for our greatest good. But when Definitely, you don't, but. A lot of times they're not open to having the conversation or hearing the knowledge, especially from us as a mom Mm -hmm. or a partner. Um, I have become so masterful at allowing everyone their, their process. It's like, you know, my husband will be like, God, I got this insane headache. I'm like, Oh, (laughs) wow. You should go lay down. But I have lost so much I want to say, you know. Right. Mm. And you're like, if you do that, they're just going to run for the hills. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just, they're like, yeah, whatever. That didn't, no, right. that's not what it is. You know, you're crazy. Yep. Those words don't come out of my husband's mouth, but I guarantee you he yeah. thinks it's. So, <laughs> yeah, I think but, you know, too, but that's okay. <laughs> I know that they all signed up to be part of our, our they did. you know, journey. And I'm grateful. And the triggers that my kids provided for me and my spouse, I would not be here without the triggers. And so I am deeply humbled and grateful for the challenges and the pain and all of it. I wouldn't change any of it, but it was hard and it was hard to do alone. It is tough when you're going through these changes and these shifts. And again, you know, when you understand that lessons are brought, right. And they're going to keep, coming back until we get them yes but until we understand that even when we do understand that it's still difficult right so it's like being torn as you know you're moving into something different but that that resistance is real and it can be a hundred percent because it's unknown too right and it's just I think the thing that would frustrate me is like I I had done so much work and I'm like, seriously, another layer. I mean, I finally was getting to the kind of the gum on your shoe layers, like the very last like sticky stuff that I need to like really just scrape off. I just had to be triggered that one more time on that, you know, (laughs) issue. You know, you do start to transcend it eventually, but it's, it's really a dedication to ourselves and you do it because I mean for me like I said my knowing is this is my last human life and I want it to be beautiful 
And the more I can expand and the more I can open my heart and the more unconditional I can love myself and others in a very healthy way, it changes everything in your life, what you manifest, what you um, energetically add to the collective consciousness, because we're holding the higher light that frequency goes out into the collective consciousness and maybe somebody's having the same struggle or the same kind of issue with perfectionism or programming. And I've written a template by having lived it and healed it and transcended it. That's in the energy of the grid and people can reach for that and maybe get a download like, wait a minute. Maybe I should look at this, or maybe I should get therapy, or maybe I should do some breath work, or maybe I should do yoga, or whatever that little crumb is that gets them on the path. Yep. But I do want to be really clear that all of these external things are tools. You have the answers. You inside of you, you turning inward is where the guidance should come. Everything else is a tool. Do not believe people who say, well, you have to dot, right. dot, dot to ascend. You have to believe dot, dot, dot to make it. All you have to do is have that belief in yourself and trust yourself because you're getting information all the time. You're processing and getting downloads and information for your own journey all the time. And a lot of times people go, well, I know I should do this and I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I think being soul sovereign, that's what it's all about, right? You have the knowing, you have the inner guidance, you have your roadmap. Yes. Right. Maybe some tools are going to help you uncover some of the details and the fine print of that map, the blueprint. Mm -hmm but it's all there. And the moment that we look outside of ourselves for it is the moment we step out of soul sovereignty, in my opinion. Yes, 100%. And that roadmap is here in your heart. Yes. In the and yours is not mine. Mine is not yours. It's not anybody else's but ourselves. No? Exactly. And I, res what, I respect everyone's journey. Yeah. They're hard to watch, I'm not going to lie. But it took me a while because when when you heal and you are intentional about your alignment and your boundaries and, and being soul sovereign, when you're intentional about that every day, you see how beautiful life can flow. You see magic, like you experience things opening and opportunities and people. And it's like, it's like you're in the flow, you know? And you think, wow, wouldn't it be great? I, people would love this, but people can't touch it who haven't experienced it. So there are people who just aren't ready. They're just really deeply in their own programs and they can only see to their level of consciousness. And so the fear is very real and tangible for them. And maybe they're not going to go any higher this lifetime and that's okay maybe they're going to come back a few more times and like because who are we to judge what their path is right i always feel like those who are meant to come into my world those who are meant to be on their own higher paths are going to find their way there and those who aren't 
just won't. And like you said, sometimes it can be really freaking painful, especially when it's people that we love. Yes. But it it's okay. It's okay, it's okay because it's I came here, right? I came here to do my work first and foremost. And then everything outside of that that affects the collective is being done and happening every moment of every day of me showing up in alignment, of you showing up in alignment. And then anything else out of my control. Exactly. And I, I feel like for many people walking the path, I think their egos are very much hindering their process. There's a spiritual ego. A lot of these people who are out there, you know, claiming that they have all the answers instead of redirecting people back to themselves. Um, well, they're not, do- they're not doing their work yet. They're out there teaching as if they're these masters and they're not and that's been really hard for me to watch but I have to just assume it's serving some sort of purpose maybe to allow people to have discernment Mm -hmm. or to get burned or to come to a different truth on their own and maybe it's going to give them empowerment to step away I don't know but I do know there's a cosmic order to everything and so I'm just going to stay in my lane and I and I keep my focus yes you know, and that's, that's how we do what we do, right? We get things accomplished by staying in our lane and doing what feels aligned and right for us. Yes. And also when I, when you say we, we do what we do, we're doing so much in a quantum way. Right. It's not just I'm here having a one-on-one session right. or I'm here, you know, doing a podcast. Energetically, when we come together, it amplifies and energetically goes out whether people find this podcast or not there's some sort of energetic magic that's happening that is going to ripple out and impact the collective Um, it's like that ripple in the pond or the ocean right the drop in the ocean they say yes so i've been really intentional about how i live my life and i don't expect perfection because i had to give that up a long time ago (laughs) Sometimes you hit it out of the park and that's a line. And sometimes I'm on the couch eating ice cream for a couple of hours and vegging out, binging on Ted Lasso or something mindless. And that is okay. I have to give myself permission, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. Yeah. Well, I, um, before we forget, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your book because Wendy wrote an amazing book. Um, it deserves to be shared with the world. And I know many know about it already. Many have read it. But for those of you who have not, I will let her give you a little bit more info on that. Oh, well, thank you so much for reminding me because I had already forgotten about it. But I did I did put a copy next yeah. to me, next to my computer today. But I did write this book. It's Finding the Path of Me. It's Awakening to Remembering Who I Am and Why I'm Here. And it's really about my my personal journey. And I felt like I had gone through so many stages that even though we have different journeys, there are, there are particular markers and kind of initiations that we go through as we're going through our path and our growth, you know? So I wanted to create a guidebook for other people who were walking alone. And then also there's journal um, prompts at the end to help you explore a little more how my story would relate to your story or help you to be a little more reflective because we're really good at taking information in, 
but we don't always translate it and um, connect the dots to our own story within ourselves. So that was my goal, that it would just be a guide. And um, it's available on Amazon or Barnes and Noble and um, ebook, you know, paperback. And I will share the links um, under the podcast as well. So that way people can find it. Um, Just one click, make it easy. (laughs) I appreciate that. Thank you for mentioning it because I probably would have totally forgotten because I'm so engrossed in our conversation. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely worth mentioning. And before I forgot to, I figured I'd throw it in there now. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jen. I have to say that I, I feel even if we're not actively hustling something, whenever we can live an authentic life, people notice and it inspires them to do the same. They might not have all the tools right away, but sometimes if you just get curious and you just start with Mm -hmm. intention, that's the first step on your journey and it's life-changing. It really is. Life-changing. And we're here to support people on that journey in whatever, whatever way, shape or form we can. And I know that what we do has worked for us personally. Mm-hmm. And it's our honor to turn around and lend a hand and help you, you know, get the tools that will help you yes. on your journey. Yes. And I really believe everybody who's in resonance with us individually finds us. Yes, they always do. Yeah, I'm always amazed. Yes. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing because sometimes, you know, you get a message from somebody you didn't even know was actually paying attention to anything you're putting out there. And it's like, oh, I've been following you for, you know, so long. And, and so sometimes it's just that one, that one thing, right. That they didn't know, or they didn't realize, or Or they're um, just ready. Maybe they've just been on guidelines and they're just like, you know what, I'm really tired of this. Yes. You know, this program, or I'm really tired of being stuck and I can't, go any further and I need that little extra yes to to help me so the one-on-ones or the groups you know that we do and things like yes. that or I think even the podcasts have so much information for people we put out a lot of free content yes we do <laughs> we do <laughs> so if people and are- people can get a lot from that I mean you know I sh- just like you, we share a lot in the free content. And then when it comes to groups or one-on-ones, it's just at a deeper level, more customized. Um, But anybody who's looking to do any type of work, there's, you know, there's so much out there. There's so much out there. And I feel like the world is changing. The frequencies are higher. The veils are thinning. People are going to start having higher consciousness without really the language for it. They're going to be like, all of a sudden, I don't know, but I know things. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but there's energy coming out of my hands. I don't know what that's about, but something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's what yeah. we're there for, to help you to be a guide, you know, for the, for the process. Because I don't think there's a lot of foundational knowledge about the things that that we have learned. Right. And I think sometimes there's the, the teachings, but there's none of the actual, okay, well, how do I now take this into my everyday life? Because we're having the spiritual experience, but we're still in this human body living in this world. And so how, how does this translate into life, right? Because there are so many teachings that are 
great when you're in a setting where you're learning them. But then when you go back to reality, it's like, okay, wait a minute. I'm just like, you know, it's two different worlds. How do you apply it? How do you embody it? How do you walk through the world and navigate going through what you're going through? Like, I had a lot of multidimensionality things going on. And I didn't have a language for, but I was like, wow, I'm in yoga and I feel like I'm on a trip or something because something's happening in here. I'm seeing a movie or something. I don't know what's going on. You know, that it's it can be very disorienting if you don't yes. have somebody to talk to and say, that's okay. Yes. You're accessing a higher version of yourself or you're accessing information on a right. different frequency. It's you're not losing your mind. You are actually right. expanding. Yes. And it's such a beautiful thing to be able to hold space for somebody who's going through that and to be able to just, you know, put a name on things that's understandable and that's digestible. Because I think sometimes there are a lot of terms out there that scare people because they've never really experienced or heard or, and I do think that can frighten, you know, versus how do you, how do you then make it understandable and digestible, right? How can I I use this? Yes. But I think also... Conversely, there's a lot of super gifted people who have abilities and things, but they don't have the spiritual foundation. You can't build a house. You can't have a house built on a house of cards. Right. You can't have these gifts and do all these things, but without the foundational knowledge of what, you know, where did this come from? What's this about? And have these, you have to have a foundation to be really sustained and shored up and supported in your journey. And I think that's what's happened is a lot of people, I talked about the spiritual ego a while before, they have these incredible visions or these astral experiences or whatever it is. And they don't have that spiritual foundation. And then they get really caught up in their ego, like, wow, I'm having this and this is happening yeah. and I'm that. And it's like, yeah, you don't really know or have a full understanding either. And that can be kind of dangerous in my opinion. Yes. In my opinion. yes. It's a loose cannon, I, I think. Yeah, yeah you can because open there's yourself. no there's no understanding of how, how you utilize it for the greatest. Or you don't have a full understanding of energetic protection or discernment or the the things that are going to keep you aligned. Yes. It's very tempting just to be open. Mm -hmm. And when you open yourself without discernment, you can really invite in a lot of things that are harmful to your field and your life and your soul, your light body, you know? So, but maybe that's a conversation for another day. a whole nother can of worms yes yes <laughs> but thank you so much for having me as a guest it's been such an thank honor you. to be here yes it's always great to have a conversation with you I feel like we could probably go for like a few hours and not run out of things to talk about <laughs> we'll never run out of things to talk about I know every so, day it's like oh this happened oh this happened oh, let's talk about this <laughs> I know I know well We'll have to we'll have to meet again, definitely on my show. Where I'll come back yes. and visit you sometime. Yeah. But I really am grateful for the opportunity, Jen. So thank you so much for for hosting me today. Well, thank you again for hopping on and spending this time with me. Um, I think everybody who tuned in or is going to tune in and listen to the podcast, we'd love for you to leave a comment. I will be sharing all of Wendy's information underneath the podcast. So if you 
find her, you'll be able to find her website, her book, um, all of the links will be there. So again, thank you very much, Wendy. Thank you to all of our listeners. And I can't wait for the next episode of Solistic Vibes podcast. We thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Solistic Vibes podcast. If you enjoy these types of conversations, don't forget to subscribe. We certainly hope that you learned something today and that you too will continue these conscious conversations with those in your world.